0: Hello, hello, everyone's back for another episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey and Erin. That was probably the best one yet. That was good. That was pretty good. You
1: sounded great.
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, you guys, so the last two weeks we did part one and part two of overnight dates, so we haven't done like a new episode in kind of a minute.
1: I know, but also I feel like We needed like a little buildup for these
0: bonfires, you know what I mean? A hundred percent. Shit's about to get wild. (laughs) It's about to get wild.
1: It honestly makes me kind of sad when I watch other people's final bonfires as well. Like I like get all in my feelings.
0: Yeah. It's sad. The whole thing is sad. This was like, this is like my PTSD kind of kicked in watching this. My heart was racing like the whole time. Like I would be like fine. And then my heart would be racing again. I'm like, Oh God, I got to watch my next week. I haven't watched this in four years and I didn't even really watch it last time. No,
1: seriously. Same though. And it's like not even my season yet. So I couldn't imagine, but yeah, it even like gives me a little PTSD. Like I'm like, Oh my gosh, like this shit is crazy. (laughs) 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 Like walking up to final bonfire was just like the most like dreaded, but like relieved feeling ever. Like, it's like, okay, sigh of relief. This is like finally over. But then also you're like, what's going to happen?
0: Like, it's like what I can, the only thing I can like really compare walking up to your final bonfire to is like when you're going up on a roller coaster, you know, Mm -hmm. that feeling in your stomach, but like a hundred times worse than that.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's like you know? when you're going up a roller coaster, but it's like, is my seatbelt fully functioning <laughs> yeah. and strapped in or
0: am I gonna fly out? And- exactly. <laughs> like you don't know what's you don't know what's gonna happen in but it's probably gonna be bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Literally though.
0: Oh my gosh. <sighs> okay. Anything else that we need to discuss before we go on? Oh, I wanted to let you know on the pod. But you guys, we've both been really busy, especially Erin, and we haven't been like checking up with each other as often as we normally have. But Mm -hmm. Iris reached out to me, I think like yesterday or the day before, she said that she's been listening to every single episode of the podcast and she like freaking loves it. And she loves everything that we like stand for and everything that we talk about. And like, we're really portraying this experience of being a couple on Temptation Island, like so accurately. She was like, you guys are killing it. Like she she had so many good things to say. She's like, it's so hard to explain to people that haven't experienced it. And you guys are nailing it.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. She's a sweetheart.
0: Yeah. It it really surprised me. I was like, hell yeah, that's a good DM to wake up to.
1: Yeah. We still
0: have to get her on
1: the pod though.
0: I was going to say, so like we have – a lot of people that we want on the pod that I've already talked to Aaron about and a a bunch of them are confirmed, but it's like, we're trying to get through season one and then we have two guests from season Mm -hmm. one that we need to interview. And then we still have people from the most recent season. Like we want to talk with Ash. We want to talk with Iris So we still have people that we're interviewing, you guys. It's just – it's blown up a lot quicker than we thought. And our schedules are insane and it's hard. So we're just – we're getting on top of it. Yeah.
1: And we're also trying to like space it out so that we have more episodes for you guys when we are finished recapping all the seasons that are currently out. Like obviously they're in the works of creating another season. But in the meantime, if we get through – all the other seasons. Like we wanna make sure we have like these fun little surprise episodes that we can like, you know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think that's it. You know, the haters and the trolls have been real quiet. (laughs) real quiet
1: okay. Me, i mean i feel like after our last couple episodes right?
0: i feel like we definitely put them in their place and everyone's shut the hell up Dude. we've made our mark they're like okay like they don't give a fuck like, <laughs> they we, will call us out on the podcast
1: like we were quiet for so long and then we were just like you know what
0: fuck off <laughs> fuck off on to 80,000 oh people yeah I, I just think it's so funny that it's been radio silent <laughs> since
1: then I mean it's just like everything we said though is so true it's like why are y'all so mad like we've done nothing. so weird we've literally done nothing so that's where it's like I feel like when you call someone out on like their bluff or when you just like say stand- this is my big thing like standing up to bullies like yeah They step down because, like, literally have no leg to stand on. Like we've done nothing wrong.
0: So, no, and they just look freaking ridiculous. (laughs) So. It's like i'm just i think it's hilarious i haven't got no screenshots i've got no dms i mean i don't check reddit anymore so who knows what's going on there but for the most part haters and trolls have been radio silent they've gone back in their holes thank god
1: love that in other news apparently i need to fly to la so we can start making tiktoks because
0: dude
1: the amount of love i got when I reposted your story of people being like, oh, my God, you guys know. are such a good duo. Like, you guys should know. make videos. I'm like, shit, it's so hard. But I mean. It's
0: so hard.
1: I feel like now actually- that the money's rolling in and it's, like, going to continue, especially with us and merch and the things that we have going on for us behind the scenes, like there's going to be, we're going to be able to, soon. yeah,
0: we're going to be able to do it. I actually just booked, um, I should be telling you this off the pod, but whatever. I just booked a trip to New York in December for like a week. So I'm definitely going to see you then for sure. But oh we God. need to get you in LA before December. Yes,
1: but absolutely. <laughs> we will be hanging out. Um, is your cousin out there or I feel like
0: your cousin, who cousin? like
1: friends with. From- yeah, no,
0: she's, you- um, she's in San Diego.
1: Oh, okay. But she was in New York recently, I think.
0: Yeah. She, yeah, Uh, she was there very recently. She travels, she travels a lot with, um, her husband, by the way, you guys, this is such a weird story. Like my cousin has like an Instagram and like a crystal shop. She's very spiritual. And without me even knowing like her and Aaron started like talking and Aaron, you've gotten like crystals from her, right? Oh, my God. She sent me crystals. I was so (laughs)
1: excited. Like, I was so excited because I, like, started trying to, like, get into them. I mean, I am now, but what I was trying to, I was, like, posting on my story, like, all this stuff, and she reached out and was like, hey, like, I own a crystal shop. Like, can I send you a couple crystals? And I was like, oh, my God, Please. And then I posted on you my posted story. You posted on your story and then I saw it, I was like, yo,
0: that's my cousin. I was
1: like, how I did have, this happen? I have no idea. And I think it's even funnier that her and I never talked about it. Like I don't what no, she told me. Like I, I, no. I think I like ended up saying to her like, hey, I had no idea Casey was your cousin. <laughs> she's so cool though. Oh my gosh.
0: No, she's she, the best.
1: Yeah. She seems like one of those people that like you. like I don't know her. Like I have not met her in person, but – I just feel like she's good vibes. Like, I trust yes. her, even though I don't know her. Yeah.
0: Well, but, even just the fact, like, she, I have a lot of cousins, but she's the one that I'm definitely, like, close to because I, me and her are very much, like, black sheep in our family. So, mm. me and her bond on that. But just the fact that she, like, sent you crystals and didn't even tell you that, like, she knew me, like, that just says all you need to know about her. Yeah. Like, she just, like, isn't like that. Right. You know? Down to earth. Like, yeah. Good vibes, all. Okay. You guys, let's get into this episode. Yes. right? Nothing yeah. else that we need to chat about.: I don't think so. Except that we definitely need to do TikToks. The one thing I was going to say is, there is a TikTok that I saved. I'll send it to you after this that we can't do from opposite coasts, and I think it would be hilarious.: Oh my <laughs> so God.
1: I'm, I'm down. send it
0: to you after this.
1: I need to like start getting back on my TikTok game.
0: You yeah. and your man, you guys have a couple TikToks that made me laugh. Yeah. I was like, "Wait, these are funny. Yeah. I I enjoy them." I mean,
1: and it's great cuz he's like so down. Like
0: he's No, like, you guys nailed it. I'm the lip syncing
1: and everything is so on point. He is literally like one of the funniest people ever and he's always so down to like do my crazy ideas, but it's I'm like, I have these good ideas that I think could blow up. It's just like
0: you I got to do it.
1: Yeah, and I never really had anyone to do them with, so now I'm like
0: Justin do them you a- no that's like literally my dream like if I ever like date anyone again seriously I would want to do like funny tiktoks with them like that yeah. like little skits well, like
1: yeah especially it. if like like he has the personality too that like yeah. helps make them so great like it's not like exactly. he's just like okay like I'll, I'll help you with one it's like no him and he's I like, in we it. get into it. He's the one that was like, I think this I practice. He literally was like, I feel like I should put this towel on my head for hair. I was like, yes,
0: do it. Yeah. See, that's, that is the kind of commitment I want. Like he's yeah. in it. He's in it to win it. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. Let's to get into this episode. Um, you guys, this is not going to be a two parter mm-hmm. where it doesn't matter how long this is going to be. We're going to do one episode for part one of bonfires, which is Nicole and Carl and Katie and John. And then we're going to do one episode for Shari, Javen, me and Evan.
1: Yeah. But I also feel like this really, I just can't see it being that long because a lot <laughs> say of, I say this every I know, time, <laughs> I know, but this has to be justified. Like there's a part where they recap why they went on the show and all that. Like, yeah, I didn't. We already yeah. discussed that. Like, I have. Some I didn't even write any my notes. notes. But like, I feel like the core point of this this episode is just to go over like the bonfires. Like, you know what I mean? There's yeah. stuff that like leads yeah. up to it, but I just genuinely can't see it being like over I honestly I can't even see it being over an hour like that's how I that's how like I am pretty confident in that
0: statement but who knows okay like, we're already 10 minutes in just talking about nothing but all righty here we go oh my under God. an hour 50 minutes we got this. Aaron. we got this okay okay so it picks up right where it left off Mark walks in tells the beach villa it's time for goodbye Morgan, she's in her confessional, says this doesn't feel right to her. It's not what she wanted or expected. She doesn't know how to explain what she's feeling right now, but it's not good. And then Evan is comforting her and letting her know how amazing this experience with her has been, how it's changed his whole life. And I'm not going to lie, the way that he's like softly talking to her and saying, baby, it literally triggers the fuck out of me I was Stop. like this guy yeah I'm like this guy it's gonna trigger my fight or flight right yeah, <laughs> like that soft that soft comforting voice mm-hmm. like ew ew do, yeah it was like
1: would he talk he used to, to do like that, that to me
0: Ugh, yeah ew. all the time that exact soft voice like I can't explain it but it literally triggered the fuck out of me I was like oh this the, I've heard that voice before um so then she tells him that she's extra extra nervous now and he says quote He just said bonfire. I should be able to handle that. That's what you wanted, right? She nods and he reassures her that he's going to handle it and asks if she has faith in him. And then she says, fuck, what if you chicken out? Uh She admits that she wants to be confident, but that seeing me in person, I think that's the first time she actually ever said my name throughout the entire show. She said my name. I was kind of surprised. So that seeing me in person will make him crumble because he feels guilty for hurting me and he just reassures her again that it's going to be fine. Anything on them?
1: I mean, I feel like her points
0: are very valid
1: because I also would be like, you know, once he saw you, I feel like I would feel the same way um, as as she did. But, I mean, I don't really know. Like, I just feel like...
0: My thing is just like, and I'm trying really to like think of this as someone that's like not directly involved in this scenario, but my thing is yes, I agree. I think her concerns are valid and I get why she's like stressed and not feeling confident because he's going to see me for the first time and like we've been in each other's lives for a decade. Okay, like I get it, but – this whole time, like, he's telling her or they're appearing that they're, like, in love and she changed everything and he has clarity and she's the one and they're going to build a life together. It's, like, if that – if he's really the one, I just think, like, you shouldn't feel this way at all. You know Yeah, what I, mean? I
1: think she's way too worried about you –
0: and like considering that he's the one and like they're yeah. going to be happily ever after. It should kind of be a non-factor. It should just be like, yeah, like he's going to go in there, break up with her. All is good. You
1: know what I mean? No, definitely. And I think that again, yes, her concerns are valid, but I just, I feel like their last conversation before this bonfire should be more about them and like the, I love you. Not about me. and Yeah. It Not should, about me. Exactly. Like it really shouldn't have been about you because I feel like. That same conversation they're having right now, two minutes before possibly not seeing each other, they had the entire season. Like, it was always like, Well, I'm nervous, like, you're gonna go back to Casey, and him being like, I'm not, unfortunately, like, you know, him being like, I'm not, yeah, And and then her asking again, Like, well, what if you see her? I'm still gonna stick with it. Like, it just seems like that shouldn't be the last conversation you have, especially, like, you said,
0: if you're so in love I just think if it's yeah if you met the love of your life it's like like we've said it in past podcasts it's like that's a peaceful feeling that's a confident Mm -hmm. feeling like it's just like I should not be a factor at all yeah and
1: it's (laughs) you know yeah and it's also like you know if you guys are so in love and you're planning this future together well you don't even trust him enough to leave to make the
0: right choice you think he's gonna chicken out exactly like that's not confident that's not you're with the one
1: right that's like I don't really know if I trust this person fully because I'm still questioning if he'll stick to his word or not I mean it's like exactly carry on throughout your whole relationship wondering if he's gonna stick to his word or not you know what I mean
0: yeah Uh, yeah so that's all really all I had to say about their ending yeah okay okay so on to Catherine and John. Uh-huh. So Catherine tells John she has no idea where his head is at. She wants to know what he's thinking. John admits it's going to be tough because he still loves Katie and he wants to hear her side of the story. Yeah. And Catherine, what? what? I just like, this is what I
1: don't like, though. And it's like, I've always teetered back and forth with John. Like, yes, I think he's a great guy. I think he would be a great dad and a great husband and all that. But a part of me does feel like he kind of used Catherine and also liked the fact that he was getting all this attention from the girls. And I think he really like, um, like played up the whole battered boyfriend type vibe. You know what I mean? Maybe battered isn't the right word, but like, yeah, like victim. And I'm just more like, if he knew that he wanted to hear Katie out and he knew that he still loved her and I feel this way with Carl too.
0: Like He shouldn't why, have had sex why with did you Catherine. With her? It's yeah, fine 100%. If you want to
1: make out with her because you saw Katie in bed with Johnny and you know that upset you and stuff, but you jumped right to having sex and then the next day you're like, you know, I still have feelings for her and that's where I'm like why would you have sex with her? Like, that's just what I don't yeah. like Because it's like you knew getting in bed with Catherine, you still loved Katie, you knew getting in bed with Catherine, you still wanted to go to the bonfire and possibly leave with Katie. So that's yeah. where I'm like, that's not a good look.
0: No, it's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. It's fucked up. Because like, I put, I mean, I was in the same exact situation as John and like, I wasn't doing shit yeah you know and I very easily could have so I'm just saying it's very possible oh, seriously same to not fuck around Erica, with people Erica from my season yeah. same thing yes exactly it is very possible to stay loyal and faithful even if your person is being a piece of shit uh-huh. and it does nothing to do with the other person that's what I like try to tell people It is everything to do with you and your character and like what you have yeah. to deal with down the road and my, you know
1: my big thing is like if John literally was like, you know what? Fuck Katie because she did X, Y, and Z. I'm done with her. She's hooking up with Johnny. Screw her, blah, blah, blah. And then went and had sex with Catherine and acted like he didn't give a fuck. It would be – I keep cursing a lot this episode already, but whatever. It would be a different scenario. Yeah. But it's like every single episode he's talking about Katie, sleeps with Catherine, and then the next day – I'm still in love with Katie. So it's like you knew getting in bed with Catherine, you still liked Katie. And that's just what I don't like because it wasn't like, that's just not right to me.
0: And he knew how invested and emotionally connected she was to him. And that's not right to Catherine. Exactly.
1: Like a lot of the girls, this, um, this episode we're recapping, I actually felt like pretty bad for a lot of like the single girls. Like I low key was like, same. Didn't like that. Even yeah. if I had a harsh opinion before, like this one made me a little upset.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk about Brittany and Carl. Yeah. I wrote. I have a lot. I have a lot of notes on them. I'm not gonna lie. Shit. So let's finish up Catherine and John. So after John says that, Catherine cuts him off as she should mm-hmm. and says, "But you've seen her side of the story." And then she starts crying because she wants more time with him and can't believe this is happening after they just went on their first date. She's afraid he's going to go with what's comfortable and easy, and he doesn't have, this is a quote, enough confidence to go after someone he deserves. Uh. He asks her if she's all right while he's kind of rubbing her back, and she tells him yes, but it's just hard, and then he apologizes for making her cry. It's just, I don't know, man. I would just be so turned off by all of this, but I'm also a different person now. I probably would have fell for this shit too oh absolutely
1: <laughs> and, me yeah me you know too. but i agree it's like it's i don't know it's kind of hard to watch and i do feel bad for Catherine because like you said she i do invested a lot into him and i think she yeah. was always holding on to like the chance that he changes his mind but then on yeah. the other side like you know on the other end of that it's also like he has constantly been talking about her every yeah. single episode I'm sure more yeah. than we've seen. So and oh, I kinda, 100%. like I really, and we'll get into it, feel bad for Brittany, but there is oh, yeah. that, you know, there is that little part of me that's like he was showing you signs that he didn't really give a shit. And yeah, you still pursued him. And I'm not saying it makes it right or wrong because I'm really disappointed in Carl, but I'm just saying it's like you still you still have to know they were showing you their intentions
0: I know I know man that's why I'm just like ladies 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 and men who listen to this you guys gotta listen to your gut if it's it's like it's very simple if someone wants to be with you like they're gonna make it very very fucking clear okay like period if they're going to make like, it clear. You're not going to have any doubts right. or questions.
1: Even someone like Evan who like completely lied and bullshitted Morgan, at least he fucking lied and yeah. bullshitted her. Yeah. You know, like yeah. he wasn't – Yeah. He literally committed to this act and stuck with it. <laughs> like y'all got to – <laughs> Like you know what I mean? He committed. <laughs>
0: yes. It's just I like do. And
1: like I'm not sitting here saying I'm perfect because Jesus like – I'm not like, and I'm not judging these girls either. But again, it is like we did the experience, and now we're so far removed, and we've grown so much that it's just like recapping what what I'm seeing. It's easy for me to be like, guys, you should have saw that, or you should have did this. Yeah. But There's there's so much we don't see, and I'm sure those guys were leading them on. It's just you know, yeah. from what we've seen, they were kind of making it obvious they weren't as interested. So
0: I yeah. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've definitely been in their shoes for many, many years. Like before I changed after this whole experience, I was definitely the girl that would just like read between the lines and like romanticize romanticize and like fantasize and just like be that girl. Like I was a Britney, like 100% I was a Britney. Wow. And now like looking back, it's just like the signs are so clear. So, I don't know, just everyone learn from me because I'm telling yeah. you. Like it's if they want you, they want you, even if they're like emotionally unavailable and like they have like trauma or issues they have to get through. If you're the girl for them, they will do what they need to do to become emotionally yeah. available, to fix that trauma, that. to grow with you, to uh-huh. be better with you. That's not an excuse. Yeah. Okay. Like if they want you and you are it for them, they will do whatever uh-huh. they need to do to make it happen. Period. Yeah. And they won't just tell
1: you they will actually do it.
0: Exactly. They'll they'll make actions happen right. to get you back. Okay. So yes. just remember that and learn from yeah. me yeah. <laughs> because I was a Brittany. <laughs> I was Ooh. man watching her whole thing. I'm like, girl, like see, I wish I could have been with you then see, and like help you through this. I've always been the
1: opposite. I always have been the like bulldozer in the relationship, like the kind of yeah. aggressive, assertive, like – ran the show and never did I really let anyone see the like romantic side of me, more vulnerable. And then honestly, doing the show brought that out of me. And I feel like it was a good thing because now I am- like more loving and just like,
0: yeah, like I, that's so funny. It like had the opposite effect on us. Like (laughs) I was definitely the hopeless, romantic, like vulnerable. And now I'm just like, nobody can fuck with me. Oh my
1: God. (laughs) I'm so sensitive now. I used to be cold hearted. I'm not kidding. I, and now I'm so, I mean, you know me, I'm so sensitive now and I'm not saying it's bad. It's just so different. And it's like, I just get like everyone who like sees me now is like, yo,
0: which I think is so weird because if people were to watch the show and not listen to our podcast, they would automatically think that I was the super overly sensitive one and you're the tough one. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to lie. It's kind of the opposite. Oh my God. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Like I'm like I'm always like, Erin, like I promise like everything's okay. No, and like I'm, everything's going to be fine. And I am
1: literally <laughs> sending her voice memos of me crying. Like <sighs> she's like, take a deep breath calm down you're gonna get through I'm like this sending her paragraphs like hey do you think this sounds right someone just sent me this like what how should i she's like dude
0: don't give <laughs> oh a fuck
1: yeah literally <laughs> literally oh my gosh but hey, i'm telling you i'm telling you ask anyone like i swear to god two years ago i was like that like it's fascinating i, I know how we've changed. i know it's so weird it's so strange but okay
0: oh all Ian right and back on track yes. So they're chatting on the lounge chairs. He tells her that she helped him to become a better man throughout this experience. She says she's so proud of him and his openness throughout this process and his faithfulness and the respect he's shown for his relationship. And then she says, I thought this was really cool of her to say, Shari is a good man. She's lucky you showed me that there are good men out there. Yeah. And Javen, he's like, I hope I didn't set the bar too high. And I was like, LOL, you did set the bar too high. Like, you, you like, surpassed this experience way beyond yes. anyone else.
1: Well, especially like, because the their first couple nights on the island, so they rocking. were fighting. Him and Charlie yeah. were fighting. So it was like everyone was like, yo, where is this going to go? Like, they're going to be the first yeah. to break up. And he was like, nope.
0: No, he killed it. Yeah. He conquered the shit out of this experience. He says that it's bittersweet to say goodbye to Kayla. They've become great friends, and saying goodbye to her is hard. But he's ready to see his baby girl. And then I just quoted him: "This experience has shown me that I am more than ready and capable of being devoted to one woman for the rest of my life." I thought, Aww, yeah, hard. Eyes. I thought that was really cute.
1: I feel like that's yeah, how wholesome. That is how every man should feel before. Yep. Proposing and getting down on one knee
0: yes. for a woman, like the confidence, you need to be
1: like, I know a thousand percent in my heart, this is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. Not, not like nine hundred and ninety nine percent. Like, no, y'all have to be a thousand percent sure. Yep. Like, do not yeah. do it unless you are sure. And I feel like, like when he said that, I was like, okay. Like, any person watching this or like male watching this can be like that is what I should aspire for in a relationship like I want that feeling of knowing a thousand percent that I want to be with one person
0: yeah no I loved it loved everything about them them. I've loved them the whole show just wholesome wholesome behavior okay (laughs) Carl and Brittany I just I'm not gonna lie I have a lot of notes on them so (sighs) we'll we'll just get through and Just stop me and pause where we need to discuss because this is – this was a scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're sitting down on, like, the grass Mm -hmm. hill. Carl telling Britt that this has been amazing. She's an amazing person. He says, I've never met a match that met me intellectually. Again, that shit pisses me off every time he says it. But it's
1: also, like – so you're saying you're really smart like, are you? Um, he's saying
0: he's really smart, and Nicole's not. Yeah, like, I'm basically
1: because what makes you so smart? Are I right? don't get it.
0: Freaking oh, weird. Awesome. I, he couldn't even play a game of Uno with us in Texas. Okay, so like, I don't want to put him on blast, <laughs> oh but that was a wild fucking experience. So let's, like, Jesus. let's not get too cocky, right. Mr. Intellectual. Right. Can't play Uno. Uh-huh. So. Then he says, "I obviously care for you and your feelings. I know that you feel vulnerable, and it's wild we ended up connecting like this." And they're they're holding hands Uh throughout this whole time, and she's just kind of silent, listening to him. Then he tells her that he's always told her he's going to have to go home and have conversations at home, and he hopes she has a great life. Yikes! Okay, the great lifeline. Okay, (laughs) it would be so. It would be like it would just be so
1: different had they not just. Had sex
0: sex. and then like she slept in his lap in the helicopter right home like dude this is crazy Uh so whether he sees her again or not he hopes she has an amazing life and then again I put in my notes the way that she's just been silent and staring at him this whole time you can tell her mind is just racing like as she's listening to him. I wrote, she seems super pissed, especially when he says, I'm sure I'll see you again, but I don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah. And then he goes in the confessional and he doubles down on that. He, that he has an amazing time with Brit, but he still loves Nicole and he's not ready to give that up. It's
1: like, again, same and thing. Why have sex with someone else yeah. then? Because you still love exactly. Nicole before you got in bed with Brit and now you yep. still love her after. Like if you loved her you would not have se- had sex with someone
0: else. Exactly. Like, um, it's, like, it's not possible, uh, it, dude. Is that
1: not like if one plus one is two? What is it? If two plus two is four, like I'm just confused.
0: Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't understand him at all. Like he just – honestly, he really pissed me off this yeah. episode. To be honest, I didn't even really realize how much he pissed me off until we are recapping and talking oh. about it now. I'm like kind of heated, this fucking guy. I'm so annoyed, especially because I just know – I know too much. I can't wait till we chat with her. Britt asks him if he thinks this is a goodbye. And he says, I don't know. It might be a see you later. And I was like, classic case of keeping his options open. Okay, ladies, take Mm -hmm. notes. This is like having his cake and eating it too right now. He's literally like, I will possibly see you again if – Nicole. If things don't work yeah, out with Nicole, yeah. so just like have like your, this is up to Nicole. Have your phone
1: on you. I'll call you. Possibly, if if you don't get a call, just know we're done. Like what?
0: He's he's literally telling her like in the nicest, most confusing way possible that like she's literally an option and he doesn't want her unless things don't work out with Nicole. And then it's like mm-hmm. she's the backup plan to like so he has I mean, someone. He'd be better
1: off just saying that though because he looks he right? looks ridiculous doing all this. And she's not buying it. She's looking at him like, bro, you are crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He asks her if she has any last words and she admits that this is tripping her up a lot. And I quoted her, everything you're saying just feels really Uh distant. And then she calls out um, that I hope you have a great lifeline. And then he doubles down on that again. He's like, I hope you do. And she just stares at him. He asks her to put herself in his shoes and he says, I'm sure you have numerous times. And she says that, of course she has, but this just really feels weird and different to her. I love that she kept saying that, like that this feels weird and distant and she's being tricked. Yeah, And the
1: way he got so defensive, like that whole conversation, like it started off yeah, and then all of a sudden like light switch. He's all defensive and you see it in the bonfire too. It's like people yes, like that get into it. like a little scary. It's a little scary.
0: Very scary. So my next note was he kind of starts to get an uh-huh. attitude and snaps at her and says, because it's applied pressure, that's why. And she rolls her eyes and looks away. He says, and he's kind of snappy, just like you said, I got to go back to Chicago and ask if they are done or if we are done or moving forward. What are we doing? And even if we move forward, it's going to hurt like fucking hell. She's fighting back tears the whole time. She says, "You're right. So go back to your shitty relationship, and I'll figure out how to get over it." I love that. And then I I did too because I'm like, it is a shitty relationship. Like, why why would you go back to it? Like, you literally brought her here to test her. You've been talking shit about Uh her this entire time. You're constantly insulting her intelligence. Like, why the fuck do you want to be with her? Like, I don't understand it. It pisses me off. I'm. He did. I mean, I agree. And I actually
1: feel really bad for Britt because I feel like he led her on. Like, again, there's that like 5%, 10% where it's like, okay, Britt, you had to kind of know because he was so standoffish the first like three weeks. But at the end of the day, which she goes into in her confessional, like, he led her on. Like, there clearly was more stuff he was saying to her that we didn't see
0: yep I was just gonna say that so the whole time that we've been recapping them we haven't really understood it this conversation it made me really believe that the way that the show was edited that there was more of this like he was definitely leading Mm -hmm. her on and they just didn't put it in the show yeah well I mean like I I truly believe that because she's an intelligent person I know Brittany personally and it just her reaction to this she seems genuinely well I think with
1: her and this is what we recapped because we only recap what we see I think with her we saw a more like physical side of her. It was like always wanting to like jump his bones. We never really saw the whole like, cause remember I would always be like, why is she complimenting how like great his personality is and how deep their connection is? Cause we never saw that. And that's Never. why we always play devil's advocate, but it's like, I can't go off on what I think their conversation could have been. I need to go off what I'm seeing on television. And that's that you yeah. want to jump his bones and he doesn't seem interested. That is what we saw. Yeah. Now it's yeah.
0: starting to it's look seeming like. like there's more exactly. to the story. Exactly. Yeah. And we
1: can admit that. Like I can admit that. Like I feel bad for Britt right now. Yeah. I didn't really care for her. I don't want to say I didn't care for her, but I gave her Some shit the past couple episodes, but like I feel bad because he definitely led her on, and I don't like the way that he's reacting or treating her right now.
0: No, no, me either. I don't like any of it. So then Carl tells Brittany that he's been with Nicole for two and a half years. He's not going to close that door on her. There is no way I'm doing that. And then she says, "Gotcha." They start fighting a little bit. And he says she knew this was coming. He's already shared it with her. And she says not I – le- I love that she's sticking yeah. up for herself. She says, not like that, not like this. I didn't know this was coming based on how it felt. And tears are like starting to literally like stream down yeah. this poor girl's face. She tells us in the confessional that the whole time he was saying he had never felt so connected to someone else before yeah. in his life. I literally wrote him. I wrote some yeah. yikes. She feels tricked. She then tells to him to his face that she's glad she was able to help strengthen his relationship. Right. <laughs> he got pissed. She says, I just hope you didn't use me for that. And he says with an eye roll, his attitude is the worst. He's like, use you. No, don't start. She says she wants to say that because she doesn't know when she will get to. And this whole conversation feels really weird. He tells her there's no way he can forget about her. He calls her a blessing. Uh-huh. She tells him to stop it, which again, go yeah. off Brit, stand up for yourself. There's an awkward silence. And then she says that she will learn from this if it was just a false connection yeah. this whole time. Dude, I'm glad that she stood up for yeah, herself. Yeah, and I feel
1: like Brit is so intelligent that, like, regardless of the outcome, like, she will actually learn from that experience. Like, it seems like oh, she 100%. really, like, has, like, a, um, I don't know the right word, but, like, she has a deep way of like looking at life and relationships. Yeah. Like an old soul. And I think that, I think that this benefited her in a weird way that she probably wasn't expecting, but she will learn from it. It's just with like, with Carl, it's like, you see her crying to you. You see her being like, I just hope you didn't use me. That's where you should be like, Oh my God. Like touch, like, yeah. I would never do that. I'm so sorry you feel that way. Like Instead, he's literally like, oh. I-. He has like yeah. an attitude. He's like pissed exactly. at
0: her. It's like, dude, ew. But then
1: it goes back to the final bonfire where Nicole's saying she feels like she can't cry in front of him.
0: Because he makes you feel like
1: shit. Like that. Yeah.
0: And he literally just did that to yeah, Brittany. Yeah, that's
1: terrible. But hear me out real quick.
0: I just made yeah. this
1: weird connection when we were talking about, like, Carl and the whole, like, being, like, super smart and because Nicole was younger. I feel like when Carl and Nicole started dating, she was what? Probably, like, 23 or, like, 22 and a half.
0: So yeah, she was young. young.
1: But now she's 25. But I don't think he can – I think he's still stuck, stuck in that she's 22 and that her mindset and her – personality and becoming more of a woman, even though I know she was a woman at 22. I'm just saying like you grow as human throughout the years. I feel like he can't accept that. So he's so like, even though he's capable of growing up and getting smarter and being more intellectual and he's like 30 while she's 25, like he's 30 now thinking she's still 22. Like, acting like yeah. she's still 22. Like, he can't fathom the idea that she is growing as a woman and becoming more intellectual than person. he is.
0: You know? And, no, I know exactly what you mean. And, like, I'm not going to say too much about this because we'll talk about it in episodes down the road. But, like, him and Evan have a lot of similarities mm-hmm. And I think you kind of just hit the nail on the head. I think when he started dating her, she was very young and very easy to manipulate yes. and very easy to control. And now she's getting older and coming into her own and she's not as isolated and just alone with him all the time. And she's starting to notice yeah. things. And I don't think he likes but that. But the thing <laughs> is, like I, I feel like he almost is mad
1: that she's still not that like 22 yeah. year old, but is like tries using the whole age thing against her. Like, it's just a weird manipulation yeah. tactic. Like, you know what it's I mean? It's very
0: weird. It's very
1: weird, like, very I think manipulative. I literally like, maybe if I keep reminding her how young she is and how much smarter I am than her, like she'll start to feel that way about herself. And I feel like-
0: He's, he's trying to plant a seed of insecurity yeah. in her and he successfully yeah. has done it. <laughs> so he's trying yeah. to keep it there. Okay, anything else before we head on? Okay, so Mark walks in, tells them it's time to wrap it up. Everyone hugs and says their goodbyes. All the guys go sit down at the table with Mark, and Mark reiterates that that wasn't easy, but that they need to get their heads clear without people they have feelings for around them, and Carl agrees He tells them to take the night to reflect on what they want and what they are going to say. And then pans to Evan in the confessional. He fake alligator tears again. I have a very, very difficult conversation to have with Casey. It's going to be the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, but I know exactly what needs to be done or he says, but I know exactly Mm -hmm. what needs to be said. Yeah. Break. (laughs) dun.
1: Yeah. I mean, no, that's like really what I had. Just like Mark coming in and saying um, final bonfire. I remember that feeling too. It was just like, what do we do now? Like, are we supposed to think about it? Are we supposed to write it down? Like, how do we approach this?
0: Yeah, it was weird. I remember too. Well, we can talk about it more More. next week, but Actually, yeah, we'll save that whole fun fact for next week. But I have a fun fact about the journals and writing down for my bonfire. (laughs) So now it's nighttime at Uh the Mountain Villa. We are all sitting down in like the kitchen dining room area, telling each other about our dates um justin got us all flowers and i totally forgot about that like until i watched it again that, yeah, was that was so cute. cute and he even said he was like you guys all blossomed <laughs> and grew from this this experience and all of us are so corny all four of us are like oh no i feel like <laughs> i feel like girls. shari was like mm, thanks like she just seems so checked out I feel like Shari is just one of those people that just forever is hashtag she not impressed. She, she, <laughs> you know she really don't I mean? give
1: a fuck. Like, she is like... No, for <laughs> real. Okay, thank you. Like, actually, I feel like she was, like, embarrassed. <laughs> like,
0: I'm oh <my> <laughs> dead. So, sh- and then speaking of her, it goes in a confessional. Shari says that Justin is a genuine heart and she didn't really want to give anyone a chance with connecting, and now that she has, she feels like they've built such a mm-hmm. strong bond. yeah. We're poor.
1: <laughs> I just I don't see the strong
0: bond, but I,
1: I mean. I, I feel, I I feel that. I, you I gotta feel you. You got to say what you got to say, I guess.
0: You got you to <laughs> say what you got to say in the confessional. So... Then we're pouring out the champagne for all of us. Fun fact time. So have you noticed how they're showing – because you know when you film the show, like anything that we eat, like Coke bottles, they put like red tape Mm -hmm. around the logo. Like Dorito bag, they cover the logo. Like you can't have logos on the show at all. But you notice how they keep showing this bottle of champagne throughout the whole season? We had a sponsored champagne – Yeah, they they were sponsors, so that's why we're always drinking this freaking champagne. Well, I wouldn't
1: know the whole um, having food labels crossed out and stuff because we actually weren't fed and barely had um, water, but we did have a (laughs) a sponsored tequila, and it was this pink tequila that everyone was like, oh, this is a good tequila, it's high brand, it's whatever. It was... No, it, was, it was so bad. And we d- didn't have any chasers. We had like three limes between <gasps> 16 of us and they lasted two minutes. Wait,
0: what? Girl, we'll get into it my Dude, season. We, I'm telling you. We had, you guys, I will say that we had just, we had a phone in our villa where we could just pick up the phone and ask for more yeah, alcohol. We had everything you could imagine. We had like, a, my biggest thing was like drinking Coke. Like I love Coke. I just had cans no, of Coke. We all didn't fucking have day that long. at all. We did like, I, Red Bull. I'm, all not, I'm not even kidding.
1: Like we had that phone too, and that shit was like disconnected. I'm not even kidding. Just call whenever you need I'm telling us. You. Um. Okay, I'm calling you, and you are not coming to me.
0: And like I'm not. Yeah, it's because of COVID. Like, Your experience. Sucked, it, no, it right. really, that's it not really actually fun. did. And
1: I've had like producers say the same thing. Like, like we're sorry that it's just not going to be as yeah. good. I mean, it ended up being a great aired season, and yeah, my experience was great. But, but like, production. yeah, and like I do, I love production. I, you know, I'm close with a couple of them, but like we did not have nearly, nearly as much as any other season. But the crazy part is, is that the guy's villa was apparently like the most amazing, luxurious thing ever, but we had like different sets of producers. Is so that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like,
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Interesting. We'll get into that. Which actually – this alcohol, we're going on a tiny bit of a tangent, but I did get a DM on the It's Tempting Pod Instagram that I wanted to address. Someone asked, they were like, you keep saying that you were like sober your whole season, but like you are like holding alcohol here and there. So I was sober the whole season. I was never drunk once, but there were like two or three occasions where I took like a sip of mm-hmm. alcohol. Like, for example, on my date with Val, I sit, I cheers with champagne yeah. with him. Um, on my banana boat date I had like a sip of our cocktail that we shared so there were like two or three times where I took a few sips but honestly the majority of the time you guys like when you see us at the dance party like partying everyone has like vodka and tequila in their drinks I'm literally drinking a can of coke like so like I I swear like I'm not just making that up like I legit the whole time was either drinking water Red Bull or coke and then I had maybe like 10 sips of alcohol throughout the entire month. And a lot of the time it was just for like on camera purposes to like look good for the shot. I never actually finished the drink. Like I literally took like a sip or two. Yeah. I was the opposite. So yeah. Someone called me out and I was like, no, I swear. I wouldn't lie about that. (laughs) Like I really was sober. It was the
1: opposite where I was like, um, I need alcohol, but I need it to be something other than this neon pink tequila. Like, please. And if it, like, can it not be lukewarm every time?
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. I just know myself so well, and I've talked about it before. When I'm drunk, like, I'm frisky, okay? Like, I'm naughty. Like, I'm... Yeah, like I I knew if I got a little alcohol in me, it, people were going to see another side on national television. And I was like, I can't do that. I have a boyfriend. I'm trying to be faithful, going through a really stressful time. I can't be like wild drunk Casey on Temptation Island. You see, know? you know what
1: is so funny? And this is like another little tangent is that I'll never forget when um, I was doing like an interview with JP, right even before we got to – um like got on the island, you could say. Like we were on the island, but we hadn't seen our like villas yet or whatever. Yeah. Like JP was interviewing yeah. um Corey and I and he was like, you know, um sometimes when she drinks alcohol, like she can like be me and that's like my my concern. Like I think she's she might like get in fights with people and all this stuff. And I was so oh, offended Lord. by that. I was so offended. <laughs> and the actual opposite happened. I was drinking and like literally yeah. sobbing. Actually, and when I wasn't sobbing, Aww. I was a cool ass bitch. So, no, you just wanted me to look bad. Don't be saying <laughs> no. I, I legit actually got mad at him.
0: Like I was like, Well, yeah, I'd be mad too that? Like, fuck. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's not cool. Not cool. Okay, so continuing on. Shari does the toast to all of us Which I was shocked by I do not remember that So that was really, really shocking to me That she's the one doing the toast She says cheers to making new friends And I will always remember all the connections I made here We are all smiley and happy And cheers uh-huh. to each other and then Mark <laughs> sneaks around that corner real quick and we all get scared and turn around. Cause we really did not see him or know that he was coming. We really thought like we were all going to wow. party together that night. Like, see, we, yeah, we I was really explaining did. to
1: Justin that like Mark would do like three different takes. Like it's like, or, or like we knew when he was coming. Cause like, they'd be like, all right, you guys need to sit he here and just wait for like 10 minutes. And we'd be like, all right, like clearly something's happening. Like, Mark's coming for something. I don't think we knew, like, in this case, like, what the scenario would be. But you know what I mean? Like, we always had a gut
0: feeling because – No, we had no idea. Like, we all got back from our dates and we're all like – hanging out talking having a good time we get the champagne out they're like hey they're like telling us hey, you guys like talk about your night talk yes. about your bond like we really thought we were going to like party and hang out mm. the eight of us like that's what where we were at so we were really shocked and like oh fuck like when we saw him wow. come around what the were corner. you thinking when when uh i immediately like my heart sunk because i was like oh no like it mm. just snuck up on us and like that was like i said that was like my happiest day like i was in such yeah. a good headspace and it was just it, got, it went from all of us being, like, very happy to, like, I think we were all very surprised. We'll get into it as I, yeah. as we recap it. I think we were all very surprised how emotional we all got. See,
1: I, w- I had questions about that because I thought Katie was the only one who, sh- like, got sad.
0: Yeah, Nicole and Shari didn't. Me and Val were definitely sad but, like, okay. holding it back. And then Katie, Katie yeah. was very emotional. Okay, so Mark, he apologizes for dropping in and gives us the bad news. It's time to say goodbye. Oh, and then I wanted to, fun fact, uh, so mine and Val's outfits. (laughs) Did you notice we're wearing like all black? And he's wearing yellow so the whole entire time they kept like i i didn't know that they were doing this to him until after we were done filming but they were doing it to me too they we kept wanting to wear all black and then they would keep wanting just to wear oh. like colorful colors like yeah, throughout the and entire that, show uh, okay me too.
1: that's why like half my outfits look yeah. fucking
0: raggedy as hell because i'm literally
1: like i literally packed only like neutral colors because that's normally what i yeah. wear and you guys are Throwing okay. me in like an oversized dress that has like floral prints, and I look fucking ridiculous. But yes. okay, like I guess, like yeah.
0: So that was so that was me and Val the whole time. Like both of us had like we were always like wearing like wanting to wear all black, or like I had like a silver dress I wanted to wear, or I had lots of white dresses. No, dude, mm-hmm. they were always they went and bought me dresses like color. Yeah. I wanted color, color, color. So that final day. We get back and I, we like separate at first, separate from the guys. And they're like, we're going to start filming the eight of you guys tonight. So I was like, fuck it. Like nobody told me what to wear. So I went and changed into like my all black outfit. Okay. I was like, I'm wearing my all black lace body suit. I'm wearing my black jean shorts. Like fuck all y'all. I'm wearing what I want to wear on this night. So then Val and the guys come and we're waiting outside the front door of the mountain villa and the guys walk up and Val sees my outfit. He's like, what the hell? He's like, what are you wearing? (laughs) I was like, I'm wearing wearing this. this. And he's like, wait, JP. JP's like, wait, he looks at JP. He's like, JP, let me go back up to the house right now. I got to (laughs) change. jb's like what do you mean you gotta change he's like i gotta change he runs back up there and changes into his black jeans and that yellow shirt and me and him were like matching oh in our like God. black outfit and i was like hell yes that's I so love funny that though shit. that's nice that he did that like for you like i need to change oh immediately he literally like sprinted he's like i gotta change really quick i'll be right back Ugh. jb's like you better hurry up and he's like running up the mountain, to like change in a, in a little outfit i know he's oh, such a good guy man So then, okay, so me and Val first. So Val says in the confessional, it's just such a tough time. All of us connected with each other so much, and we care about each other, and it's so tough. And he Uh seems a little sad. Not, like, overly, but a little. And then we walk over to go sit by the pool, and it's kind of, like, awkward. I'm not going to lie. Like, it was, like, weird because – I don't know I wasn't like ready to say goodbye to him and it just felt remember how last episode how I said our overnight date felt like heavy and I yes. didn't know how to act this this whole thing mm. felt the same way it just felt like heavy and my throat was getting that scratchy yeah back tears feeling but I didn't want to cry and I'm like this yeah. is so awkward this whole thing I was it was heavy and right. awkward and I was very overwhelmed. So we walk over to go sit by the pool and he says I just wanted to tell you that you're an amazing chick and you've been doing really well and you're in a really good headspace and I want you to stay confident and be strong and I'm not going to lie watching this scene kind of got me emotional. I was like, "Oh, God. Cause I just, I didn't do any of those things. I literally like t- tell I him know. that I, I'll be strong. I promise. And then I wasn't strong at all. <laughs> I was like, I let this guy down, man. I let myself down. I let Val down. I let my family down. I did not I keep did my it, fucking more promise. Anything,
1: I let Val down. <laughs>
0: <Like, laughs> <don't> no, <know>, right. <laughs> I'm thanking him throughout his little speech and then I tell him that I'm scared and that's when I tell him I'll be strong I promise and he tells me that he will be there for me always and I'm kind of getting choked up I tell him thank you again and then I just said it but yeah the whole time I'm I'm, like, so awkward and quiet because I was just really surprised by, like, how okay. emotional I was getting. Like, it was, yeah. really, it was really shocking me, so I couldn't talk because I didn't want him – I don't want to weird him out, yeah, but I was getting of, emotional. Yeah, you know that what was I mean? just, like, one of my questions. Like, I was curious, and I asked this about, like, all
1: all the girls, but, like, if, like if you had cried or when he left, if you
0: cried or – Yeah, I have a fun fact about when he left that oh. they didn't air on the show. But, yeah, so – Um, yeah, so that's kind of why I'm like awkward and quiet because I was really genuinely like speechless because I was shocked that I was getting emotional the way I was. And then I just tell him that he's a good one. And then he says he's not bad. He's all right. And we both laugh. And then in the confessional, I say that it's definitely an emotional goodbye. We are all fighting back tears Val has really helped me through this process. He's an amazing guy, and he will always be close to me and a friend. We cheers and hug, and I thank him for everything. And I tell him I'm glad we spent the last day together, and it was really fun. So that's how that ended. So the fun fact about that is after all of us say our goodbyes, which we'll get into, but after we all said goodbyes, Val handed me a note. Oh, Yeah. He, he handed me a note and he's like, read this like after I leave. So I was like, what the hell? Very weirded out, not weirded out in a bad way, but I was like, what the hell? So it was like all folded up. And then immediately, as soon as the guys walked out, I couldn't even do anything. JP walked up to me and he was like, go into the confessional right now and read the note. And I was like, what the hell? So I go in the confessional and I open the note and it's on like a long piece of like, um, like notebook paper, I guess like a like something that you would like put on your fridge with like a grocery list, like a long, you know what I mean? Like a long piece of paper like that. And it's a long ass note, okay? And I... (laughs) I don't remember all the words, but when I was reading it out loud, it Aww. literally made me cry. Like it made me like super emotional. It was basically just like, I'm so proud of you. Like you're one of the most amazing people I've ever met. I didn't know girls. These, these are the parts I do remember. He's like, I didn't know girls like you existed. And then he was like, if the world is, was coming to an end and all of the good people had to go to the moon to like be saved. He's like, Oh my God, the moon. Yeah, and then he put his phone number on That's it. A and big ass compliment. Vowel. I'd be, I, right? I'd be stuck
1: on planet Earth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to the moon, according to Val. Tab. Oh fuck. Single, I did, my single guys me would be emotional. like, that bitch. Aaron is dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man. Oh my god. <laughs> No, yeah, and I kept that note for a long time. It made it through, like, a few moves, and then, like, over the Aww. years, I, like, lost it, but I kept it for a really long That's time. That's actually
1: really sweet, Damn, Yeah.
0: Right? Didn't air, like, man. Didn't
1: air. It's, One like, J.P., like all the that show. for what? Like, why can't, like, don't Make me in <laughs> confessional, read this note, cry. Cry my like, eyeballs out. Right. these guys' words. And-
0: Saying good things about me. Like, why
1: can't you show that? Like, that's my biggest beef with the producers. Why can't you show
0: when people are I saying know. good things about me? <laughs> I know, dead. dude. He literally said I belong on the moon. <laughs> like, I'm but no, we're, we're going to make me look right. like a psychopath in oh the final bonfire. Jeez. Well,
1: so, yeah. All right, we have four fact. minutes left to keep it under an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so... Hey, sorry, Justin. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> I'm so dead right now. I told I you it wasn't possible, okay? But an hour and a half Yeah, is well, possible. guys, I'm
1: recording on, like, a crappy-ass laptop while mine is, like, I don't even know, getting fixed or whatever. Y'all know how Apple is with those $1,500 laptops. So it's, like, when we yeah. go over, like, an hour and 40 on this, like, crappy one that I'm using in the meantime, it starts to get –
0: Yeah, it It starts to get a little dicey, so we're
1: (laughs) We're
0: get a little dicey (laughs) up in here. No, we're going to wrap it up. Okay, we're we're moving to Justin and Shari. We don't have a lot to say about them. Justin is telling Shari that he feels like they just started understanding each other and they have a good connection and it's sad to leave. She knows how he feels, and he's Uh here to be a friend through everything. And then she appreciates that and says in her confessional that she loves – see, this part, again, she says some stuff that just is so out of pocket. She says she loves Javen, but she could maybe see herself with Justin personality-wise because her and Justin are more alike. And then Shari says she feels like she was meant to be here and experience this because otherwise her life was just in a really stagnant place. And Justin agrees. I don't necessarily think you need to be exactly alike with your significant other. In my experience, I actually think it's better if you guys kind of are like opposites because mm-hmm. then you balance each other out. Like that's like my yeah. mom and dad. Like He's like the crazy one. An over the top one, and she's the one that's like organized and keeps him in line. Yeah, like keeps life but also, going. I you know? feel like you need like I feel like balance. the only
1: similarity the two of them ever talked about was both just being stubborn, like that.
0: Both being stubborn that, and like yeah, yeah like, like that t- was hard the
1: thing. And I'm just like, hmm, I don't know. Yeah,
0: well, I don't know. I don't know. Well yeah. that's it about them So Nicole and Tyler they're sitting and chatting They both don't want this to end Tyler tells her that he's going to miss her And she knows that But he uh-huh. thinks that they will see each other again Nicole says it's a blessing They met She didn't think meeting one person could change this much Inside of her and give her a whole new new Perspective and then she like kind of jokes with him She's I like, thought so that you was did so well. cute that she said that I I think that <laughs> like, was really cute that. too Yeah same she appreciates Tyler because he's made her realize So many new things and she thinks They've opened up emotionally And physically and hopefully they can stay in touch And build a deeper connection and friendship And see where that goes She says it's sad that we all Have to say goodbye to each other Yeah. Anything else? Um, No not really Yeah Yeah, I thought they had a good goodbye But again like
1: did she cry later on? Oh
0: okay No no. no Um okay. yeah no <laughs> I'm over here like None of us were really like I was fighting back tears with Val but I got it Under control and then I cried by myself mm. In the confessional when I read the note But then afterwards I was good Shari didn't cry at all Nicole didn't cry at all and then Katie was a mess yeah. but Katie's always A mess Yeah, that's just who she is So Johnny he's still Bro. not looking at Katie it starts out. He's there is a part
1: when they go over recap, like when, when they, <laughs> I can't even talk correctly. Okay. When they're breaking down the bonfire and going through the recap, like there's a part where he says something uh-huh. and he's literally not looking at her. And I think I called it out. I'm pretty sure it's in that and not what we're about to break down, but I just thought it was like the funniest thing. It's like,
0: he just, it's once you notice it, yeah. you can't unnotice it. It's so wild. So they're all snuggled up, and she says that she's so grateful she met him, and he's changed her life for the better. They don't really say much else at this point. She's really emotional on his shoulder. She's crying in the confessional, saying she cares for Johnny a lot. They got really close, and she knows things will never be like how it is here. Johnny says he knows that she has a lot to deal with her in her situation, but if she comes out of this and still wants to be with John, he won't hold that against her. And honestly, I liked that. He wasn't putting, like, pressure on her, you know, to, like, choose yeah. him, make the right choice. It's like, do what you gotta do. She says we are about to enter into real life and things aren't easy there. He says he prays for someone like her every day and this is the last place he ever expected to find her. She has a lot of heavy stuff on her plate, but once the dust clears, they will be able to reconnect Mm -hmm. and then they kind of end things with a little smooth.
1: Honestly, the one thing I took away from that was just like, I never really understood why Katie got a lot of hate for like the crying and stuff because I feel like it's very genuine. Like, I could understand with some of the stuff she I, yeah. says being a little, like, rude here and there. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, she she doesn't have a filter. Yeah. We talked about this. But when it comes to her crying and actually feeling bad, I think it's real. Like, I've never questioned that. I've really never you? questioned that. Where it's like when we talk about Evan and, like, the crocodile tears. Like, you can tell. Like, I, I just never got that vibe yeah. from her. So I always wondered why she got so much hate because – you can tell she's really torn right here. Like, she's really upset. Like, she's yeah. upset that she's not going to see Johnny. But then she's also like, you know, I have to go face John. Like, it's just tough. I don't know. It seems real.
0: Yeah. It is real. Like, I've, I've never with Katie. I definitely think that she's a little out of pocket sometimes. And she's rude. And she doesn't mm-hmm. think before she speaks. And I don't agree with all of her actions. But one thing that I – I'll never be able to say about her is that her emotions aren't real like it's very genuine her emotions like especially when you experience it in person like I I would not feel confident saying that her emotions are fake and disingenuine so then we say bye love you little group hug and then mark says he hates breaking up that vibe but it's time for business and of course they immediately panned my face looking horrified and then as he's explaining things i'm i'm just a mess i'm like i even say i was like like (laughs) write it out like i'm like how am i gonna do this Oh, and then in the confessional, I say half of me is just done and wants to go home and get Evan out of my apartment and just start over. But this is someone who I thought is my best friend, love of my life. How do you just walk away from that? And then we're all snuggled up in Nicole's bed and I'm opening up to the girls and I say, I literally grew up with him and I can't just be done. My world is going to be rocked. Katie seems like very annoyed with me. And then I say, no matter what happens, it's going to be rocked. I don't know what the future holds and it's not looking good, but we have some major, major shit to talk about. We have to figure our life out, whether it's together or very much apart. And the whole time they're showing how I'm like my anxiety. I'm like playing with my journal, which I thought was yeah. interesting that they question. showed question.
1: And I feel like I've kind of asked you similar in other episodes, but did you go into the bonfire thinking Evan would want to get back with you? Like, did you, um, in your mind, going and think that, okay, yeah, he hooked up with another girl. Yeah, he was saying, you know, this stuff, but he's going to want
0: to leave with me. Like, did you think that? This is my honest to God, like, this is what like I am saying. Like, not thinking. to cut you off, but almost like thinking- you would be
1: the one that had to forgive him. He would beg for you back and want to be back with you.
0: You get what I'm saying? No, I didn't think that was going to happen. I did not think that he was going to apologize and beg for me back and like we were going to be together. I did not think that. What I did think though is because and I've talked about this on my YouTube videos, me and him had a very very specific set of rules okay. and a game plan. And one of the things that we promised to each other days before we uh-huh. went to the islands. I'll never forget it. We were at a, we were in our apartment on the couch. And I started kind of being weird and I looked at him and I was like, Hey, I was like, I need you to promise me something. I will never forget this. I was like, I need you to promise me something. If you fall in love with someone on the show or I fall in love with someone on the show, we need to respect each other and not humiliate each other on national television. And we need to come home and break up in person in the yeah. comfort of our home and figure our life out. And then go be with that person. And he got pissed uh, at me for bringing that up. He was like, Casey, he was right. like, that's never gonna fucking happen. He's, Why would you he's say like, that? Baby. He's like, I would never do that to you. And he was like, and he started kind of getting emotional. And he was like, oh my God, he's like, I can't even believe you're thinking like that. I would never do that to you. He's like, baby, baby, oh calm God. down. Like, don't even put that in the universe. And we pinky promised, that was our thing back then, we would pinky promise and kiss it. And that was like a yeah. freaking law. Okay. And we pinky promised that no matter what, we would go home and break up off camera. So I knew that we were going to break up, but Uh, I was sticking to the game plan. I was like, we promised pinky promised we're breaking up off camera. So I Uh, stuck to the fucking game plan and he did not. So I knew we were breaking up, but I did not think I really truly believed like after everything we've been through and after growing up together and he's my best friend. And like, I just really, really thought we were going to break up off camera. Yeah. Like truly. Sure. So yeah, that's where my head was at. I did not think that we were going to stay together or survive this, but I really believed that we were going to break off camera and then he was okay. going gotcha. to go be with Morgan. Um. Okay. So now I didn't really take notes on the recap parts because we just kind of recapped everything the whole this whole season but yeah it does the whole carl and nicole recap and then the john and katie recap do you have any notes i mean on honestly just to
1: like skim through it it's basically you know carl saying this is the hardest thing he's had to deal with which i feel like everyone says that honestly i feel like i've probably said it too and i will say it probably is one yeah. of the hardest things we'll ever go through <laughs> so i get it i actually get yeah, it 100 percent um he didn't expect to be tempted 100%. at all, but he fell for it. Basically says Brit came out of nowhere. And um, his weakness came from when he saw Nicole get in bed with someone else. Like, that's basically what did it for him. Um, and he says, yeah. doesn't know whether or not they'll leave the island together, but he still loves her. Yada, yada. Um, well, then it goes does. to Nicole getting ready or she's laying... Um, She's laying by the pool writing in her journal, um, says she came to the island because she wanted answers to her relationship. Um, in the beginning, she felt timid and basically says that she didn't like that she had to come to the island to prove herself, which I totally agree with. Like,
0: you That's know what I mean? Agreeing. And
1: she goes over yeah. it at the bonfire, too. But like having to like prove yourself time and time again, it's like it gets it gets tiring.
0: Yeah, not cool. Um,
1: Anything you want to add? I'm just like going through it really quickly, guys. I'm not as good as break at breaking it down as no. Casey, but like I'm trying, trying my best. You're doing okay? great. I'm a little no, sleepy. That's good. That, that's good. Um, a little sleepy today. So anyway, now we're at John. He says that Katie and him came to yep. the experience to see how loyal they could be to one another because prior they were picking out rings and talking about getting married. Um,
0: that kind of blows my mind Joe, that they were talking like, about
1: rings and getting married. I feel like the second they stepped foot on the island, it was just like a free-for-all.
0: Immediately. That's just like exactly. wild. But
1: that's why yeah. I feel like it. I feel like she was probably telling him what he wanted to hear for a little bit. You know, one of those things. Um, yeah, and then same 100%. thing. He says his breaking point was when he saw Katie in bed with Johnny. And again, I get that. But I also feel like you can have a breaking point without sleeping with someone else. Like your breaking point, you exactly. you can be done with her. But if you still love her, you don't need to sleep with her. Um. Yeah, Katie says exactly. she came into the experience with an open heart and open mind, and that this experience was meant to either drive them apart or bring them together. Okay, this is what I wanted to talk about. So it shows the like um, a flashback of Johnny and Katie talking, and it's him being it's it's the scene where he's like. Uh-huh you know, I really want to kiss you so badly and all this stuff. And the entire time I'm watching it, I'm thinking he's literally looking down while she's like staring at him and he's looking yeah. down and saying like, I want to kiss you so badly right now. And I'm thinking like, if you were a real man or you were genuine with the words coming out of your mouth, like you would be looking her in the eyes. You would be like caressing her. Like, no, dude, that's I, I really want to kiss you. Like, all yeah. this stuff. And then I think they do end up kissing. That might've been their first kiss, but it's just like, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't really know much about Johnny, but I wish that Katie would have seen through it. He's not genuine. I think that she developed real feelings for him because he put on this. She did. The show, but at the same time, show. was it really a show when we're noticing the fact that he's not looking at her? He's so disengaged. You know what I mean? He's
0: that's actually true. And all the guys were And like he didn't once
1: say, honestly, up until like the latter episodes that he even liked her. Remember, I kept being like, He still hasn't said it. He still hasn't said it. Like yeah. I don't understand. So I don't yeah. know. It was weird. But that is something I noticed in the recap that again, no eye contact. Um
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then she
1: says that she feels guilty and bad and um, that she let John down, but also let herself down. So now Nicole is on her way to the bonfire. Do you want to pick up again?
0: Oh, (laughs) Yep, yep. yep, yep, we got it. Okay, you guys. So, yeah, Nicole's in the Escalade on the way to the bonfire. She says that her mind is made up going into this bonfire. She feels deep inside that she's not supposed to be with Carl, and she thinks it's going to be difficult to say that to him, but it's what should happen and what her gut is telling her. I love that she, at this yes, moment in time, she's bold listening ass to her a bold-ass
1: statement, but then I get so confused yeah. because of the first part of their bonfire.
0: I'll tell I'm going to tell you the fun fact of what really went down. So Carl then says that as he's walking into the bonfire, they're doing his little recap. And he's saying that he's seen a lot of things that have hurt and upset him. And he's sure Nicole has too. Despite everything, he still loves her. And he needs to know if she loves him too. And then now it's, like, our first fa- final bonfire. The music, yep. the cinematography, Y'all, the pan into they the like, bonfire. There were, like, literally just dramatic.
1: 45 cameras and, like, just, like, 75 producers oh. surrounding you.
0: Dude, and, like, hot as balls she's out. She's not exaggerating. It was for me. Oh, my god. <laughs> the um the amount of people watching these final bonfires, it's hilarious because on the show it's yes. like just three people, just Mark and you and your significant other. You guys, it's a crowd of humans surrounding because you, an entire production crew. I mean, yeah, we're talking yeah. like a hundred people. It's, people easily. it's the producers
1: from the guys villa, and then it's our producers, and then it's like sound, produced Mike PA all the yes, PAs, like all the, the fucking Mike like go-kart <laughs> guys sitting there watching
0: us. Dude. It's actually like I do not think people, uh, even the way we're describing it, doesn't do it justice. The it's it's fucking insane. It's like a full ass multi million dollar production crew surrounding the three of you in this serious ass conversation. It's it's horrific. And then there's (laughs) just bright ass
1: lights on you, like picture like crazy hot lights, fluorescent, like oh my god, blinding. And again, they're adding you know it's hot and that the laser adding heat
0: the to fire <laughs> oh my god dude i was like oh this is triggering me the music the, the, the walk-in walk through those tv walk, torches like,
1: okay do it again now do it one more time and they would stop yeah. me right before i would be able to like see you know what i mean oh my
0: yeah. god no it was yeah nope. eh wouldn't wish it on anyone man we yeah. we, keep, we have mm-hmm, some big mm-hmm. balls over here <laughs> to be able to do this so carl shows up first and mark asks him if he's okay yeah. cuz it's kind of clear that he's not he's he seems yeah. really not in okay not okay at all and then nicole walks in and i literally put in my notes in all caps the music the music that they so, choose is just so like when dramatic, i say man. these two people looked
1: I, just like
0: they were daggers. Like do- nothing. They want like nothing to do with each other. Nothing. I. Bro- she looks stunning, but then she nervously says hi to Mark and then to Carl, and oh, it's yeah. very icy oh, yeah. and awkward. They don't. No, they don't even acknowledge don't each other. other. It's yeah, not good. Yeah, not good. So it's Carl's turn first because as usual. Each person gets their chance to speak without interruption and then, um, and then you let your know your decision. So Carl goes first and I kind of summed it up with this is what I said. He kind of giggles, says hello to her oh. finally after that iciness and then he says a major thing they needed to work on was trust. He brings up her getting into bed with someone else and being intimate with them and it hurt him a lot and that's what gave uh-huh. him the green light to open up. He made a connection with Brittany and it went too far. He broke their their rules and he's sorry. He doesn't know what it's going to look like going forward with her, but he does want to figure I mean, it out. I mean, I just feel like Anything it was so add?
1: monotone and like scripted. Like, where's the emotion? Like, this was my yeah. big issue with Carl. You're telling the cameras how much you love Nicole. Okay, I did this with Britt, but I still love Nicole. okay. I, you know, she's seen some things, but I still love her. She did some things, but I still love her. You're telling everyone else that you love her, but her. Look your girlfriend in the eyes. Yeah. Say, yeah, you did some things that hurt me. So I rebuttaled. I'm sorry. I love you. Like fight for your girlfriend. Like I don't give a shit whether you love her or not. Like no offense. Like I don't, I'm not in your relationship. You don't need to be telling me how much you love her. You don't need to be telling JP behind the camera yeah. how much you love her and you still want to be with her. Tell her. Tell her. He act- he literally yeah. acted like he did not give a shit. It really actually bothered me. I'm not even kidding. That like started to talk about like getting me heated. I was like, "Dude, like yeah. you had all the opportunity to be like, I'm sorry and I still love you." But that's the thing. I feel like he acts way too cool like he doesn't care vulnerable and he almost pushes that on Nicole being like, this is how you should act. You should, you should act like yeah. you don't give a shit and don't be vulnerable because that's not cool. And that's not mature when really it's the complete opposite. Like you look like an idiot. I'm sorry. You do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I also, I just don't like how it's, like, everything is always projected onto her. Like, everything is always her fault. And even, like, when he fucks up, it's, like, he yeah. did that because I, she I like, yeah. screwed up. You know that. what I mean? It's, like, he he never holds himself accountable for any of his own actions. And yeah, I... I, uh, I don't like it. So, now it's Nicole's turn. And I know Nicole very, very well. And... She's not. She's I know. Not a crier, and I said, it's okay? actually
1: nice, even though I know no. Nicole is a badass, it's nice to see her show this side, especially when she gets in the Escalade. Like, I yeah. actually was like, finally, Nicole. Yeah. Like, I
0: love you regardless, but yeah. finally, you know? You like saw it. Yeah, and that's how I know like this is a big freaking deal because she's like so emotional like right off the bat. She can't even talk, which is like so out of character for her. So yeah, she's a she's an emotional wreck at the moment. She admits that she was confused on why they came here and she did uh-huh. want to prove herself to him. She was able to reflect and open up her heart away from him and it showed her that she had a wall up and she wasn't allowing herself to get deep or allow herself to be affectionate. Their love feels very surface level and they haven't been able to build a deep, passionate connection because they are brushing all of their issues under the rug. If they choose to move forward, they would have to be really strong and learn and grow so they are both happy. And I do love that she said brushing their issues under the rug and... I love that she said that mm-hmm. that she has a wall up, I, surface yeah, level. And when she loved said it. Said
1: that they're brushing their problems under the rug. Carl actually nodded, like he agreed with that. I'm pretty sure. If like yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. he agreed with it. So yeah, that's he did. Where It's like he does a little switch, like he does, and gets all defensive when it's like, yeah, you agreed with what she was saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Now it's Carl makes his decision first. And he says that regardless of the clips he's seen, he still feels like there is something there between them. And he says yes to moving forward together. I mean, he Nicole still just looks her. so
1: over it though. I have to jump in and say that like the entire time she looks, she looks stunning, but she looks so over it. Like can't even stand this she, Yeah,
0: She freaking is. Yeah, no, that she is. So now it's Nicole's decision. She's thinking, and she's quiet for a really long time. And then all she says, very monotone, not excited. I want to go home together and figure it yeah, out. Yeah Ni doesn't even neither at of him. So look Neither of them now
1: at all at all.
0: So now it's time oh for my. a fun fact time, okay? Why this probably doesn't make a lot of sense. So what actually happened was, Is she kind of felt pressured by Carl and she said that she wanted to go home and figure it out. And so then she kind of like we can ask her when we talk to her because Uh I want to know exactly what happened. But from my understanding, their bonfire took like hours to film because she kind of felt pressured to go home with Carl. And then she like walked off the set for a second. This is my understanding. And Tyler was waiting for her. And Tyler was like, you really like want to go home with Carl? Like you don't need to go home with me, but like you need to make the decision that's right for you. And this entire time you've made it kind of clear you don't want to be with him anymore. Like, why are you going home with him? Yeah. So she, so Tyler kind of like talked talked to her wow. in the middle of this bonfire and like palmed her down and like got her like back straight and was like, dude, like you don't want to go home with him. What are you doing? Like, you don't need to be with me. You don't need to be with him. Like make the decision that's right for you because I don't think this is what you want. And then she mm. walked back into the bonfire and was like, I changed my mind. And that's where it picks up. And Mark then picks up with, yeah. Mark's like, like I'm gonna call y'all sure? both because, out. Because math
1: is not math. So yeah,
0: Tyler, Tyler it's got it. her Tyler. in line, he's a, man. He's been
1: an OG, Crazy, right? Guy.
0: Yeah. So that's the fun fact, you guys. Is she was not happy. She walked off set. Damn. Tyler talked to her I, and put her straight, and she went back in yeah, there I and mean, was like, "I don't want to." go They literally home with him.
1: looked like they hated one another even before that. So I mean, that in yeah. itself. I'm glad she made the
0: decision she made. Yeah. So then it picks back up where Mark says he's basically asking her again. Is she sure? And she says, yeah, I do want to go home and figure it out. And Mark doesn't seem convinced at all. And I love that he says this. Your words say you want to be together, but you haven't seen each other for a month. And you didn't even shake hands. Fact, Uh dude. They didn't even look at each other. He asks them what's really going on. What's the awkward thing that's happening here? And then Carl, uh-huh. he just annoys the shit out of me. He's like, Carl says he will speak and he thinks her energy is off because a lot has happened and he wants to know what he's done so, the, so that there's no depth to their relationship. And then he kind of gets snappy and kind of goes off uh-huh. and off on her and he's like, you've got to gain depth. You've got to gain trust, respect, loyalty. That's called a foundation. And I literally wrote, yikes, also, he's like, annoyed you gotta and gain pissed. It. You guys
1: have been dating for two and a half years. Like that should have already been gained.
0: Like, yeah. yes. Yeah. And he's still making it her fault that the, she's the reason why this hasn't happened. It's like, dude, no, this is on I, you. And like, like, I understand the,
1: the whole like gaining trust and respect and all that when you first start dating someone. Like when I first started dating, when I, fir- I, I already dropped his name. But like, <laughs> I think I did. I think I did. you did Earlier in the episode, did you? I won't. I'll just keep. Well, it Well, don't mystery. drop it, just in
0: case. Um,
1: <laughs> like, I can't give all of me to you. You need to gain my trust, or you know, what I, or I need, to, I need to gain. Yeah, you no, need to you earn need it to gain my trust because, especially because of some of the things that I've been through in yeah. the past. So it's like, I understand that, but you guys have been dating for two and a half years now. So it's like for you to say trust is gained, it is earned. It's like. You guys already should have had that and loyalty. You already should is have like, had that dude, loyalty. No. Like, I'm confused. Yeah. It's like, he's just, it doesn't make
0: sense. Yeah. No. So she clarifies what she means by depth and lets him know again that she feels like she was holding back at home and had a wall up. And I'm just going to say this This quote right here. <sighs> she, she, she says, mm-hmm. I felt too nervous and scared to be vulnerable with you because i felt like i was yeah. going to be judged mm-hmm. wow that's and a big looked,
1: statement the whole time he looks mad and as then hell she, she said saying this about him like god forbid god forbid if, she says like, anything if, bad about you and the things you should possibly work on you look disgusted yeah.
0: plus like a good guy that like genuinely cares about you would be mortified mm-hmm. if the woman yeah. that he loves said that to them You would be like, oh my God, like, I am so sorry that I made you scared to be vulnerable with me. Like, that is horrifying. Like, how can I fix that? Like, that is such a problem. So then she continues being here has shown me it's okay to be social and outgoing and connect with males. And she was scared back home and it creates a weight on her shoulders because of how he'll react. All of this is like, what? She's basically just saying walking, Mm -hmm. she's walking on eggshells at home. Yeah. In like a bunch of words, and then he even no. says, "He, I f- already I'm know what so you're sure. saying." After she, after she says that, he says, he "As you should, like, a
1: woman should carry some weight on her shoulders and respect, her, respect her man." Yeah, I was like,
0: dude, that's. F- I'm like, that's okay, first of all, crazy. you guys should have
1: equal respect for one another. Like, let's not make it woman yeah. man type thing. Like equal respect. we're equals no. here. Period.
0: And the stuff that she's saying, I just said it. And I'm gonna say it again. The stuff that she's saying I to him like right now should mortify him. Or
1: something. It's weird. Like it's weird. Yeah.
0: Even I put in my notes too, when he gets snappy and says, as you should, Mark cocks his head to the side. Because Mark it's like literally was like,
1: <laughs> like if, if, if he would have worded it like, you know, well, you should have respect for me. I'm your boyfriend as I respect you. Like I, I, whatever. But it's like, why would you word it like that? As a woman, you should carry that weight on your shoulders and you should respect me as a man and you shouldn't go into yeah. a bar acting like you're single. Like, who are you? Like,
0: uh, yeah, no, didn't he's like that. Too much, man. No, didn't like it at all. And then he asks, Do you want to be single or be with a boyfriend who cares about you? And she says, No, I want a deep connection with yes. somebody. I was like, Yes, Nicole. Mm-hmm. And then he starts guilt tripping her. He left his job, his family for her career. How is that not deep? everything about this is giving me the ick and they just keep going Uh in circles about this trust thing okay they go in circles for a while she's fighting back tears and he tells her to just talk to him he does kind of start softening up right then and then she apologizes for not being straightforward but she's gained so much strength here and she's been preparing for time on her own and she wants to learn and grow as a single woman and leave alone i think she said that after she talked with tyler by the way and then Carl says it's it's hurtful, but he understands and wants her to explore herself, and hopes and hopes that she gets what she needs. And then before she walks away, she asks, yeah. "Do I still love him?" I thought the way that him, he got himself together
1: was good. Like he pulled it together. Yeah, he, he ended did. on he a good note. Together. Like you definitely yes. started off rocky, my friend. But it's
0: it. And it I- It ended well. It was an emotional hug. He says, sorry, both of them are emotional. It did. It got a little cray and then he pulled it together. I'm glad it didn't happen
1: because Nicole needed to leave by herself. Like That was a great choice. But I think had he approached the bonfire the way that he ended the bonfire, it would have been a whole different conversation. You know what I mean? They probably actually would have ended up leaving together if he would have just went the like empathetic sensitive like i'm sorry root but he didn't and that's the thing it's like i don't know
0: yeah so mark helps carl what did sorry i'm trying to figure out my notes um so i think like mark just kind of like checks in Uh with carl because he looks a little upset and then Carl admits that it's painful to watch her walk away. Literally said no
1: regrets. I love how Mark said it's better now than later. And I was like, yes, figure it out now.
0: Facts. Facts. So yeah, Nicole gets in the Escalade. Carl has no regrets. And Nicole says she just walked away from someone who loves her. And a lot of people here have made her realize she's a strong woman and everything is going to be okay. Mm -hmm. She didn't think it would be this hard to break someone's heart who said that they still love her. Yeah, I loved. Yeah, yeah, she's she's a strong girl, mm-hmm. man. That whole thing was tough. Yeah, but I definitely think she made the right choice. Okay, our nope. favorite people, John and Katie. This got messy real quick. Let me just get to you guys. I'm gonna read Aaron's notes because uh, I was lazy today. It's like the spark. What are they? Spark, the spark <laughs> notes?
1: Read.
0: Cliff
1: notes or whatever. They're spark like quick notes. little.
0: Yeah summaries no quotes just summaries exactly okay okay so their their shit got a little crazy so john's in the car he says that he's seen katie's true colors about not saying that he's a man or would be a good father he's gonna ask her why she decided to let a man get in her bed katie's crying and says she's really nervous to see john and it's gonna be hard to face him and that Uh face-to-face for the first time is gonna crush her so should we just yeah. dive right into the- there? There okay. Katie walks oh, up first. Hold on. She I says I just- she feels.
1: When I tell you, my jaw dropped at the end of this episode. So I know I just like jumped yeah, in the middle of that because it just clicked. It just registered, like.
0: No, that's why I keep saying I this. I was a like, crazy why like, was
1: that even said? Where did that come from? Like, I'm so confused. Okay, I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. I know. I know. Ugh. Yeah, no, it was not good. So Katie walks up first. She says that she's really nervous but excited to see him. And then John walks up and he barely looks at her, gives her the side eye. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I've I feel him. I'm sorry. In this moment, I would have done the same if I side eye,
1: but like also said hi, but like you know, wanted her to know he was pissed. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Katie starts to cry a bit and says it's really good to see him and that she missed him a lot. And she's even like, says his nickname, right? You Binky. don't know how this in yeah. know. She says like, "Hi, Binky." That I'm not gonna lie, that kind of pissed me off because Evan does that same shit to me yeah, in my yeah. final bonfire. Why the hell are you calling me by know. your cute little I feel like when you're about to crush this poor man's heart? Like, just to get like, kind of to manipulate like him. That.
1: Even like, first of all. He's, and I, yeah. I have this in my I don't notes, like which it. you'll see, the fact that he even is holding her hand back, like such a gentleman, but then also you see her kind of rubbing his back, like that's, yeah. that is, I feel like her way of still kind of having like her claws in him, like, you know, reminding him yeah. of her and you know what I mean? Even though she knows she's about to drop all these bombs on him, I, I
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm not I'm not gonna lie like it just kind of rubs me the wrong way it's like the way that you've been acting this entire mm-hmm. time you like went all in with Johnny you were flirting with lots of the other guys too and like now you're calling him by yeah. his cute little pet name and you're rubbing his back and holding his hand it's like dude no you just humiliated especially him especially after not sending month. him a video in in the video message video you message. called him that yeah
1: like why wouldn't you do that Ugh. yeah
0: yeah Yeah, I'm not a fan of this. So, yeah, you wrote, he's such a gentleman for holding her hand back. He does start to tear up a little. She says that she's realized he's such an amazing man, and she was always trying to change him, even though he's perfect just the way he is. She says the experience has been a necessary evil, which I thought was a very weird way to say this.
1: See, Um, I
0: thought it was, like,
1: kind of interesting. Like, I I thought it was, like... Because it's so, yeah... Yeah, I could see what you mean by that. I I actually really liked that term, like a necessary evil. (laughs) I don't know why. I was like kind of like that's actually like a very creative way to put it.
0: Well, yeah, Katie's very intelligent. So I guess that is like it is a necessary evil because clearly like there was a lot of shit brewing under the surface back at home. And this is what brought it all out. You know, it kind of saved them both because they do not need to be together by any means so john says this has been the toughest thing that he's ever gone through he felt like they were really close going into this but and he's like choked up the whole time by the way he's like fighting back tears Mm -hmm. like the whole time and you're right side
1: note that's the second person who said this is the toughest thing they've ever gone through
0: well it freaking is dude i know like it really is
1: i feel like everyone has said it at least once yeah
0: And even, like, how I said at the beginning when Iris DM'd me and she's like, you guys are, like, really portraying it so accurately. Like, what we all went through is, like, a Mm -hmm. really crazy fucking experience that nobody will ever understand unless you've done it.
1: Absolutely not. Like,
0: people just, like, even listening to this podcast, you guys can kind of get a grasp. But unless you've been a couple on that show, like – we all share a very similar trauma <laughs> like <laughs> 100%. 100%. no it's like it's bizarre so anyways he felt like they were really close going into this but one of the first bonfire videos he saw was katie questioning john be a man and a father and she said that to him before he says that he knows he has issues but he's always loved protected and supported her through a lot and yeah I felt I wanted, emotional as well. Like I, it, like,
1: actually wanted to cry for him. Yeah.
0: It, it's hard to listen to him. And he's just fighting back tears. I just want to give because, him a big hug.
1: like, even in the middle of all this, he still weirdly agrees with her. Yeah. He's almost justifying, to a degree, like, what she was saying yeah. when he's like, you know, like, I-, I know I have my issues, but, like, it's like, no, you don't yeah. need to say that. Like, I think it, that's just, like, again, him still – weirdly subconsciously protecting her yeah like you know i know i have my issues but i've still always loved and protected and taken care of you and all that and i'm just like i got really emotional
0: yeah no it was hard to watch He says that he wanted to continue to show her that he was a good guy until he saw her in bed with Johnny because it was embarrassing to see. Which facts? That's humiliating. Uh He was the only guy that didn't get a video message, which Which, we still are blown away by. Which I I don't. Yeah,
1: I literally don't understand it. Like, does she ever explain that?
0: Like, I just think. I, I just think like. People that cheated, her and Evan were the two people that had full blown cheated at that point. They just felt too guilty and embarrassed to send anything. They didn't know what to fucking say.
1: Wow. You know,
0: they're just mortified by their actions. Oh my God. So he admits that he had a physical and emotional connection with Catherine mentions how him and Katie have talked about marriage and even looked at wedding rings, but uh-huh. they have to take a huge step back because he wants a woman that's going to build him up and not tear him down. I love that he said that. Yeah. And he as is, he should, he yeah, deserves that. He's defending himself a little bit. And then Katie says she can't see herself having children with him. And it's not because he is not great with children. It's because it's the type of man she wants in her household. Okay. she's starting to lose me here. I was like,
1: whoa, like curveball. This came out of left field, like back onto the children thing. Why don't you guys figure out your relationship first before talking about children? Like I'm so confused why children is like-
0: Even a factor.
1: You guys are like broken up right now. Yeah. Children is like the fifth thing on your list to discuss. It shouldn't
0: even be on the radar.
1: It should not be on the radar. You guys, I don't want to say you guys because like John's not meaning to, but it's like
0: We're harping
1: on the children thing. Why don't you figure out why your relationship is failing? Because it has nothing to do, Yeah, I feel like, with the whole children thing.
0: Yeah. One step at a time. Let's Uh figure out if we're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Let's not talk about kids procreating, okay?
1: Yes, right? Also, I have some spelling errors in this, but I feel like you'll figure it out.
0: Oh, we are good. So... (laughs) Then she says that sometimes she feels like she has to baby John a little and pull ambition out of him. And I will say that she did open up to us about that in the house and it didn't really make it on the show. Okay. And I get that. I actually get yeah. that. She said I it was like really annoying. Like one example and that she is. gave. And it is. And I will say, again, I hate what she's about to say, mm-hmm. but I will explain why she said it. So, okay. So, She has to pull ambition out of him and then the whole episode ends on the crazy, crazy cliffhanger where she basically gets really frustrated and blurts out of nowhere, you make me feel like I don't want to have kids. (laughs) Like where did that come from? She she lost it. I think she just got so frustrated because like – I think she just got really frustrated because – He was making it seem like this is on her. And I think she just started like blurting out everything that she's been holding it the entire time. But did
1: they cut that any weird way or did she dead ass just blurt that shit
0: out? I honestly don't know because I, I haven't really like talked about it in detail. The, what I do know though, is that she did kind of blurt it out. But the reason why, and she gave us an example is So she has two younger – I think two younger brothers. They're, like, adopted brothers, and they live with her mom. And they'll come and, like, visit Katie every now and then on, like, Uh spring break or Christmas break, and they'll stay for, like, a week. And every time, like, her brothers would come, he would, like, literally do nothing. He would just be, like, on the couch watching TV all day long, and it gave her, like, an insight into what being a mom and having kids would be like with him. And it mortified her because she was just like cleaning and entertaining Mm -hmm. and cooking all by herself all day long for weeks on end and like had absolutely zero help. Yeah. So she was like, fuck this. Like I don't want to have kids with someone like this.
1: And I, and that's where it just goes back to just the way that you word things, like the way that people talk to one another. Exactly. I think that like, some of the stuff she said about him is, like, highly inappropriate because it's just a little embarrassing to, like, put someone on blast like that. But, like, I get – and I've said this since day one. I get where she's coming from. I get what she's trying to say. But it's the way that she's saying it. Like, she – the way she says things is not good. You don't need to say that he's going to be a bad father because he, like, sits on the couch and doesn't help her because – maybe that will match someone else's lifestyle and yeah. that in turn will make him a great father. You know what I mean? Like it's just like you can't put someone in a box like that. So I think yeah. she should have just been like that's why I'm not sure if I if I want to marry you. Like or like yeah. if you're the person I want to be with because this is what I'm looking for and you're not doing that. Because I'm telling you, I understand that. I understand yeah. going to family functions and it being like awkward because of like lack of effort and all that. Like I, I get it. Or just like not doing anything or not working and all of that. It's frustrating.
0: No, it's beyond frustrating. I get it too. Yes, exactly. I just think the way that she, she just needs to learn how to communicate correctly. Okay. Because Mm -hmm. you can say like, you could say, like, you you make me not want to have kids, but you can say it in a way that's not the way that she said it. Like, you could be like, John, like, I love you, and I cherish the time we've been together. But honestly, there's been times where, like, my brothers have come to visit, and, like, you have literally haven't helped me at all, and it yeah. makes my life really difficult, mm-hmm. and it's kind of been a red flag for me, and I'm really trying to not hurt your feelings, but it makes me scared to have kids with you because I don't want to be alone with a baby. Yeah. And, like, doing everything by myself. Exactly. exactly. You I feel know? Like, like, how can you get mad at that? You can't. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> like, had she given examples as The to way that she,
0: she blurts, blurts shit out yeah. is not okay. Dude, well, you doesn't... need to communicate effectively.
1: Even you just saying what you said made me look at her differently, like, in a more, like, positive way because- You know, she explained to you why she was saying that stuff, but it's like, we're not seeing that because she's not saying it.
0: Exactly. I'm like, she's not good at communicating. She's like such a hothead and she just blurt shit out without even thinking.
1: Yeah. I think that when she's backed into a corner, it's like, okay, how can I make this person look bad? Just because I'm packed into a corner. It's a defense mechanism.
0: She gets full blown defensive mode Mm -hmm. and doesn't think she it's She acts before she thinks. And it's one of her biggest flaws. Wow. So, we're cliffhanger, done. Cliffhanger.
1: Cliffhanger.
0: Cliffhanger, man. I remember when they ended the episode on that, people lost their minds. I bet. She got so much heat. I
1: bet. I bet. It was my, bad. My – jaw hit the ground my I, jaw like, hit I, the
0: ground when I watched it
1: I like I've watched it before too and I just totally forgot like I was literally like what did she just say
0: it's bad and then
1: I was like and why did she just say that like yeah. where did that come from why are you saying that like we're all like what the fuck
0: dude it's bad but I think exactly what you said I think she saw the way that he was the, where the, it was headed and what he was saying mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. started getting defensive and started freaking out and then she snapped
1: Yeah, I think that he probably had some really good points that she didn't like, you know what I mean? Like she she didn't like what he
0: was saying. He was calling
1: her out and she was getting a little nervous. So then she was like, well, guess what, baby? You make me not want to have kids. Like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Alrighty. Well, you guys, that kind of wraps up this bonfire and I'm not going to lie. I'm fucking nervous for the next one. I'm
1: low-key nervous too.
0: Dude, Aaron, I'm stressed. Guys, we might might be taking another week off. (laughs) I have not watched this shit. Like, I can't believe I'm really going to watch it. Like, this is a big deal. Like, I really thought I was going to go the rest of my life not watching this. Yeah. Well, this could be the last time. Well, I'm never going to watch it again after this. I'm only watching it for this podcast. Stop.
1: You're going to show your grandkids.
0: Oh, God. Guys. Dude, that is actually – I've had people – Um, this is like – not a lot of DMs that I get like make me emotional, but when people send me these, they make me emotional. There's been people that literally tell me they have had their daughters watch TI wow. and my final bonfire to show them like, how you're supposed to act in these situations and like what gaslighting is and like how you're supposed to like hold your dignity like they literally show their daughters this shit oh my god isn't that wild that is that is wild (laughs) i know dude so yeah you guys we're gonna get a play-by-play in gaslighting next week so (laughs) get your notebooks ready get your notebooks ready everyone (laughs) fucking dead Oh, Lord. All righty, you guys. Anything that we need to say before we do our usual spiel? No, that was a good episode. We love you guys. I know. We really do. We love you so much. We're going to get our merch site up. Honestly, I'm going to try really hard to get it up next week. Yeah. We have really
1: good options. We have
0: really cute stuff. And I think for our like grand opening sale, we're going to do a little buy one, get one 50% Mm -hmm. off. So yeah, yeah. you guys can get like a t-shirt and a hoodie. You can get two hoodies. It's going to be a good time.
1: Yeah. And also I feel like for one of them, at least we actually listened to what the fans were saying.
0: Yeah, we did.
1: And it's going (laughs) to be made into something. So I think that's super exciting because like that, like we really care about our fans and what you guys have to say.
0: Uh, We really, really do. Like Like, straight
1: up. And we talk about it a lot. Like we'll send each other screenshots. Like we get super excited. So please keep that up. Like the positivity and the feedback and the comments, the DMs. Like we love it. And if there's anything, again, that you want us to cover or any questions you have, if you have any questions about Casey's final bonfire coming up, you should ask us. DM us.
0: Seriously. Dude. <laughs> Actually, Let's do it. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. No, no. I feel like, it, honestly, I think it's going to be really healing for me. I'm not going to lie. I'm really scared. Like, I have PTSD. Yeah. My heart's racing. I don't – I'm in, I'm mortified, you know, by my, my behavior. I really am. And mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to watch it. But – I think it's going to be good. I think it's like the last little piece of my healing journey. Yes. Like I need to watch it. I need to get through it. Mm-hmm. And then this is going to be officially behind me. You okay. Know?
1: Change of plans. Open up <laughs> the floodgates. We're going in. Yes. And I'm Open gonna, up the floodgates. I'm going <laughs> to
0: gaslight Evan. <laughs> <laughs> this, this I'm, dead. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm uh, dead. Yeah, you guys. But um, yeah, kind of just finishing up with what Aaron was oh. saying. We – I, we're just like really thankful, like the love and support that we've been getting from all of you guys. It's like, honestly, kind of wild. And there's definitely stuff going on behind the scenes and like opportunities and things that are starting to come our way from this podcast. And because of all of your guys's support. Yeah. So I just want you to know, slowly, but surely, you guys are like literally changing our lives. Yes. <laughs> so, and we also thank just, you. Like,
1: we also wanted to remind you guys that you know, Casey and I haven't been doing this for that long. So it's like like, a few months. No, literally. And it's like, I we launched
0: March 29th. That's nuts
1: because I I honestly kind of forget sometimes because there will be like hiccups here and there that Casey and I are still trying to figure out because randomly they'll happen. And we're like, okay, how do we adjust? Because we're doing this ourselves. Like, you know, we're working all day and then we're coming home, we're watching the episode, we're taking notes, we're sitting down, you know, Two hours later, we're going yeah. to bed at one in the morning. Sometimes, but it's yep. just us. We don't have anyone producing it. We don't have anyone doing our social media, our website. Like it is just us. So obviously, and it's a
0: lot of work. It's
1: a lot of work, and there's still things that need to be adjusted and need to be figured out. Like I just found out that like sometimes when I move, my headset, you know, makes a crinkling noise, and it's just like little things that we're finding out as we're as we go as we go. And we just are very thankful that you guys are being flexible and are adjusting with us because, again, yeah. it's like even though we're already almost done your season, we really have only been doing this for a couple months.
0: Like, that's no, for nuts. real.
1: That's nuts.
0: We've been doing it not even six months, you guys. It's crazy. Like, yeah. And most podcasts that have as many downloads as we're getting, they have like teams, you know? Mm-hmm. They have like people that are handling like the audio. They have people that are editing it. They have people doing social media. And it's me and Aaron working multiple jobs and yes. doing this and scheduling it in on opposite coasts with the three yes. hour time difference. It's like fucking crazy. So just for real, the love and support and. You guys have no idea how much it means to us because you really are changing our lives and it's getting more and more evident by the day that we're, we're going places and we're really excited about it and it wouldn't be possible without all of you. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, we just – yeah, the love too because didn't you text me like a couple weeks ago where where we were talking about how like no – we don't really get any hate? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, because, like, number one, we don't allow that. And, like, all the people that listen to this podcast are fucking amazing. Like, we have the best, most positive, optimistic fans. It's incredible. No, seriously. It's an awesome community. So, yeah, yeah, we love you all. All righty. So, as usual, Mm -hmm. if you have any questions or concerns, our email, it's temptingpod at gmail.com. Please go follow It's Tempting Pod on Instagram. If you guys want to listen to us, the two best spots are Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please leave a five-star review. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I love reading them. I repost them all. Oh. I tag Aaron, myself, and our IG in them, and we love them. They're amazing. Yeah. I just got a really good one like a day ago that mm-hmm. I was like, hell yeah, freaking yeah. awesome. And I think that's about it.
1: Yeah, and also follow our personal accounts, and we're trying to be, please. We're trying to be TikTok famous too. So, right, find us on TikTok. Just follow
0: us, and just follow it all. Follow it all. follow it all. Follow it all. Shameless shout out <laughs> to all of it. Don't be selfish. Follow us all. Follow <laughs> Alrighty, all righty, you guys. <laughs> Um, okay, you guys, that's it. We're going to see you guys next week for one hell of an episode. I don't think you're going to want to miss this one because I'm probably going to spill some tea and talk about shit that I've never talked about in my life, and it's going to be a good time. Yeah, wow. Alrighty, love you all. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.